Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. We are back, another podcast from us. Uh, we are here post-draft now. Uh, I'm your host, Ross, and with me is Dave. Hi, you all right? Good, mate. We're into the uh, kind of the, the, the quiet season now, aren't we? Almost. Yeah, yeah. We, we got some stuff planned. We'll we'll get through it. Oh yeah, there's plenty of stuff on the agenda. Uh, but today we are going to. Uh, well, Dave has t- taken the uh, honour of. Uh, kind of ranking the AFC and their draft picks uh, we're going to go from 16 to 1 uh, you, you probably don't need to be a genius to work out who is number 16 um, but we'll start with them um, let's just get straight into it Dave shall we who have you got as the the team that in the AFC that had the worst draft but honestly I did try and go easy on this team <laughs> I swear I did but it's the Houston Texans <laughs> I mean I should say that I've tried to sort of factor in sort of trades for those picks and not for some teams how they acquired the picks which yeah. we'll talk about when we get to that particular team but it's hard not like, I, I really like Blacklock at pick 40 here I think yeah. he's good value he could have been sort of back end of the first and they got him at 40 so that's fine Yeah, but it's hard not to judge that by thinking that was the pick they got for DeAndre Hopkins and <laughs> comparing the two and the effect they'll have on the team really isn't it and didn't take a receiver until pick 171 yeah it it's not like it's even just that. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they got particularly good value elsewhere. No. I just. I don't know. Um, they had five picks as well in this draft. Cause yeah. Given them all the way previously. Yeah, like Charlie Heck, I think is an okay tackle you could develop, but he's not going to do much straight away. Here's their Similar highest. With, I've got the Yahoo rankings on, and they've given the Texans a C plus. Charlie Heck is their highest graded player that they've um, actually drafted. Like, so give him a B like, for that. Like, I do like him, but. He needs a lot of work, and he's yeah, he's not going to be starting this year, I don't think, unless something goes wrong, which yeah. is fine with a fourth round pick. But when that's sort of the stand, I say I, I like black, I like the black lock pick. Um, yes. Yeah, overall, not not a great one. Really. <laughs> in a little breakdown, it says if if I included the off season trades, Bill O'Brien would have received an F for the, yeah, this. exactly. That, that that's why then my sixteen. Like I think Blacklock in the isolation is a fine pick at forty, but yeah, not. <laughs> not overall would <laughs> say so the ton- the tonsil trades are reason they haven't got a lot of these picks and I mean I don't mind it but it's a lot to give up for a tackle when mm. I mean they could have just stuck and probably picked a pretty decent one anyway yeah definitely uh, okay your 15th ranked team today who have you got so at 15 it is the Las Vegas Raiders um, okay they went early think... with Ruggs didn't they he was yeah. a shocker almost and like Ruggs I don't even mind as a player but I find that pick Hard to is the wrong way of putting it, but I just yeah. don't really like that pick when Lamb and Judy are both still there. Cause yeah, Yahoo gave I, it a C plus. Yeah, like I like Rugs, but I, yeah, I just I really find it really hard to take him over them too. Yeah, um, Arnett again, he's a nice player, but twenty four I mean, years at, old, and he's picked at least a round early, yeah. if not more than that. I thought um, he was similar a third with, round player. Yeah, <laughs> similar with Bowden, I like him, but. In eighty is just a little rich, and yeah. that's sort of the story of their draft. And yeah, ugh. these aren't players that they like. They could have traded back two or three picks and still got rugs. They could have waited for Arnett for a round or two. Yeah, same with Bowden. They didn't have to take them where they did. They could have just acquired more picks and still got the same players. Yeah, and if you, like we're coming up to the Patriots pretty soon, a little spoiler there. <laughs> but like with Arnett, the Patriots did a similar sort of thing. They wanted they've reached a little for their player, but. Mm. 
I mean, they traded back and acquired another pick to get him. So exactly. if you're that's if that you fussed did. about Arnett, yeah. yeah. If you're that bothered about him, then trade back and pick someone up. I'm sure somebody would have moved up to 19, even if the value wasn't amazing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Arnett would have been there anyway. And you could have added like a third rounder or even a fourth just to move back a few spots. But yeah, yeah they didn't do that. And I think that really, really hurts them, really. And yeah, I feel like the actual players they've got are okay. It's just at every spot they've gone, there was probably better value picks, was sort of my opinion on. Yeah, it, really. the shock on our live stream, we were almost certain it was going to be Judy, and then yeah. I saw ESPN, they were all, all in Judy's house, weren't they? Yeah, and I say like, Ruggs is fine, I think he's a good pick and he could be a good player there, I just don't think he's got as much upside as the other sort of possibles they could have taken there. You said two or three picks before they made that pick, that he would be the most Raiders pick possible. He was the uh, Al Davis pick, wasn't he? Yeah, 100%, the <laughs> fastest player in the draft. and <laughs> He's a Raider. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I guess it's nice to have some sort of like sort of flashbacks to a not a better time. But uh, yeah, I just I just so if they if they come out of it with rugs, if the other two had gone before for a sort of for a different reason, they've got rugs. Then yeah. I would have probably graded it different. But I just think at the time they had better options there than yeah, uh, taking rugs, and yeah. sort of same with basically every pick they made. <laughs> like it's not like I don't like the players, so it's sort of it's a I find this a hard one to judge really. But it's not like I don't like the players they picked; they've just reached for all of them. Yeah, they jumped the gun on every pick almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number fourteen. Well, I've mentioned it already. Um, it is the New England Patriots, which stinking. Yeah, and again, the weird thing is, I like a lot of the picks in terms of the players. Yeah, but again. I mean, like I said before, you have to include the trades and Mosanu is the second rounder there. Mm-hmm. So that's not worked out very well, although he could obviously improve. He, he got injured early, so maybe he can be better, but it doesn't help the grade. I, said, I like the players and I think they've got some... I think it's pretty clear what they were doing with this draft. They were going for athletic, versatile players. Yes. That was sort of their number one sort of goal and they've obviously come out of it with a lot of those players. And I like the linebacker you picked. Uh, Uchi? Okay. Yeah, from uh, Michigan. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a nice pick, and he was probably the best value pick, I would say, at sixty. But the rest, yeah, I felt like everyone else. They probably could have got a little later than they did, and that's sort of the same story as the Raiders. But I mean, they go ahead of the Raiders just because they managed to trade that first round pick to, <laughs> to get reaching it. Yeah, so uh, like it. It wouldn't surprise you if a lot of these players do contribute, and all of them pretty much had special teams on yeah. their uh, thing when they were breaking them down. So they all could help there, but yeah, I feel like it was value just wasn't great rather than sort of necessarily the players. If they had a different set of draft picks and pick these players, then you'd probably be really happy with it. But yeah, I just think where they were picking, there was better value, the sort of value to be had, really. Kicker in the fifth round? <sighs> yeah, it's not for me, really. <laughs> um, I, I had sort of one or two kickers that may have been drafted, and he definitely wasn't one of them. So yeah, he's kicker with his own, his own issues, isn't he? Outside of kicking, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it sounds like it was just a bit of a stupid thing, and he didn't quite know what the tattoos were. Yeah, but um, yeah, a weird old, mm. weird old move. <laughs> Not a nice situation. Uh, number thirteen. Here we go. So that was the Buffalo Bills, and I feel like I'm lower on them than a lot are here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> And and w- the weird thing is, I think they got a couple of incredible picks, but I'm not a massive fan of the Diggs trade. Um, okay, yeah. Giving up that first rounder, that sort of hurts them on my list, really. Um, yeah. Again, I would have rather had a rookie wide receiver with that pick, you know, and yeah. the value or sort of the 
a first round value. Of yeah, the lack of cost and contract that comes with that compared to what they'd be paying Diggs. Mm. Um, Epineza at fifty four was incredible value. Drop that flow. I honestly don't know. He was a first rounder all day for me. Yeah, and he might have had him going to like the Seahawks or the, or the yeah. late first round. Yeah, definitely. He was much of the Patriots a lot at twenty three. Yeah. I had him as a first rounder all day long. A fifty four was a really nice pick up, and I really like Isaiah Hodgins in round six. He's mm. uh, a wide receiver that basically doesn't drop the ball. He, <laughs> That's good. I think he's had like three drops in his whole college career or something like that, which wow. is obviously mad. And he was yeah, he was one of my fa- he was sort of one of my favourites. And I know Lee, who does a lot of our draft stuff, yeah, with us, he loved Hodgins as well. See, so yeah, I think at round six I got really good value, but. The rest of the class is really mixed. I don't really like the from pick. I don't really know the point. No, he's yeah. not. What's like, the point in that? I mean, he, I think from can be a really good backup. I don't really think he's going to be a starter anywhere, but he's nothing like Josh Allen. No, and you're building. You're, this team has really been built for Josh Allen. Yeah, it isn't built for Jake From. So I don't. If Allen goes down, I don't think From's going to come in and be some great pick. So that's sort of where, where I don't like it. But yeah, yeah. They they got a couple of really nice picks and I don't I don't think that like if I was actually grading them I don't think their grade would be that bad I think they've done okay I just think there was other teams that did better really and thirteen right. probably is a bit harsh in terms of what grade I'd actually give them I think they'd give them a fairly decent grade because I think they've got some nice value in Epineza and Hodgins in particular but yeah yeah I think compared to the others I think they didn't do that well with the other picks really sort of dropped it down and as I say the Diggs trade didn't. Mm. didn't fill me with joy I wouldn't no. say well, it's fair to include those in, in the whole thing because it's all part yeah. of it, isn't it yeah exactly and then picks were sort of available and could have been used and they decided to go with him so yeah yeah it's uh, yeah, not my favourite picks but they have a couple that I think are sort of slam dunk so it's hard to again another one I find it hard to really rank them but could have been higher but I like some others more yeah uh, number 12 for you that is the Pittsburgh Steelers Ooh. And again, I really like some of the picks. And when you include Minka Fitzpatrick as well, yeah, you got, they've done you've well. got to want to include him as their first round pick, haven't you? Yeah, and I think I really like the Claypool pick. I think he can really some, fit in well there. Some videos of him just is blocking, just destroying cornerbacks. Yeah, and there was sort of talk through this process that he could potentially move to um, tight end, but right. I, yeah, his um, combine time end up sort of putting an end into that really. Oh, right. Is a lot faster than uh, people thought it was going to be, I think. But again, he's a, it's just that big wide receiver. And I think he is going to yeah. be a really nice sort of compliment to um, Juju there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think they got some nice value in the early picks, but it was sort of the later ones that I didn't like so much. I don't right. like McFarlane very much as a running back. Um, Highsmith's an okay Ed Rusher, but and 102 is fine, but it's not, um, doesn't really sort of do much for me, really. So like I like Claypool and Fitzpatrick, sort of if you include him as a first rounder, but after that I wasn't sort of overjoyed them. But I guess right. if every team come out of a draft with two sort of stars, which I think they could have here, then you'd take it, wouldn't it's you not really? A bad position to be in, yeah. No. And Claypool at forty nine I think is really nice value, just as yeah. I say. I just don't love the rest of the draft for them. No. Uh next up for you, who you got? Uh similar sort of situation really, where I like the earlier picks but not the later one so much it's the Indianapolis Colts yeah the first two picks I really like yeah and obviously Buckner is uh, sort yes. of one of them as well um, but yeah I I really like um, Michael Pittman I think he's uh, a really nice pick up for them mm. I think he he 
well, we'll get to them he's soon. Need, but, isn't he? Yeah, I would have taken him at 32 if I was a, a Bengals. I think he's yeah. a really nice player. And Big I think Jonathan... Yeah, and I think Jonathan Taylor's a nice running back at 41. I don't know whether I would have personally taken him there because I think Marlon Mack... Yeah, I think Marlon Mack's perfectly fine. I don't really think you need it, but Taylor is just sort of a wrecking ball. He's, he's really fast. He's really powerful. And he's just he's probably the best sort of pure running back in this is he, um, class. Is he a receiving back or is he more like Mack and Naeem Hines is he's, still going to have a role there? Yeah, he is more of that sort of like he is a pure runner. Right, I mean, I'm not okay. saying he can't catch it, but he is more of that pure sort of old school running back. He's just going to plow yeah. through you. He's more of that sort of style than... Uh, but he is, I think he was the fastest running back in this class, or one of them. Right. So he's not hes not just a plodder, he is a, a fast back as well. But yeah, I think he, he's more—he's definitely more of a runner than a sort of passer, uh, a catcher, sorry. Catcher. Okay, they got their quarterback, Jacob Beeson. Yeah, and I think they got a nice value of him at pick one, two, two. I think he has upside there. Um, say there was talk through this process that he could be the fourth uh, quarterback, mm. but obviously Love emerged from that sort of thing, but... Yeah, I think a one two two is fine. I'm not sure he'll ever amount to that much, but he does definitely has upside and there's sort of talent there. Um, I think sitting behind Rivers, I think for any of these sort of developmental quarterbacks, landing in Indianapolis was a good outcome. Mm. And I think sort of learning behind Rivers, if you get that one year, maybe two years, if they sign him up again. But I think it's a nice place to be and sort of a good head coach for a quarterback as well, and yeah. lots there to like. So. Yeah, there was there was good stuff from the Colts. I just think yeah, some of the other picks in between were a bit hit or miss really for me. I'm not a massive fan of some of them, like Blackman. I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, I think he's uh, and he's uh, coming off an ACL injury, I believe. It's so no that sort of doesn't help things either for no. sort of an early contribution. I know the third round sort of getting on to them sort of picks, but I think there was probably other players that available then they could have done uh, gone with. Sorry, but. Yeah, I think they made some all right picks, but yeah, the, the top two were ones I really liked in um, Buckner and uh, Pittman, and yeah. then obviously Anthony Taylor there is a nice ad, nice addition, even though not necessarily well they're gone just because I don't think it wasn't. It definitely wasn't a need. No, no. Uh, number ten in your rankings. Uh, so this is where we get to the Cincinnati Bengals, okay. and I feel like this is one where I'm different on a lot to a lot of sort of the consensus ranking because I feel like people have them really high here. Yeah, Yahoo have given them an A. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not, obviously, I like the first pick, but other than that, I don't really like many of the other picks. See Higgins at the start of the second. Higgins is one I love. I, I think he's got insane production, which yeah. is a massive plus going out. But he's not particularly fast. He's not particularly athletic. He's not. Uh, there's a lot of sort of flags there, and I think with the Bengals sort of receiving group they got right now with Green, Mixon, uh, Ross and obviously adding uh, I'm sorry, Boyd uh, and Boyd Ross and adding Mixon. Yeah. It's I don't think they needed fourth? to Yeah. And I don't think they needed to add a wide receiver here. I think they could have gone Yeah. I don't know, maybe add a li- uh, alignment or gone defence or so- anything else really. I think there was other things they could have done and even if you want to go re- receiver, which I wouldn't have anyway. Yeah. I don't I think Higgins is... Uh, uh, yeah, I've got question marks over Higgins. He wasn't someone I loved out of this process. I, I, I get why teams would and why people would, but he wasn't one of my favourites. So given Akeem Davis-Gaither an A-plus uh, 107 linebacker. Yeah, again, good good value. I, again, I, I, other people liked him more than I did. Um, 
yeah, I just I feel like again another one of those where I feel like the value wasn't necessarily great on a lot of the picks, and some of these later ones are yeah not not my favourite picks, and it's hard to give them too much credit for picking at number one. You know what I mean? That's why <laughs> that's yeah, why they're probably the a little d- draft to pick from. <laughs> yeah, like and although they're probably what what's this ten were they? Uh, 10, yeah. yeah. I'm sure Bengals fans aren't going to be happy, unhappy with this draft. They've got their quarterback of the future, so that's fine. It's just I was trying to do it sort of for value rather than sort of necessarily the, the individual players themselves. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, and I don't think they necessarily got great value on a lot of these picks. No. no. Uh, number nine for you, who you got? Um, I have got, at number nine, the Miami Dolphins. Similar is... sort of situation, really. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to give them too much credit for picking the best player available <laughs> at the time and I know it's easier said than done for some of these teams but <laughs> taking two of there is an easy thing and I obviously love the pick getting them at five they didn't have to trade up which I think gives is a big positive for yep. them um but like their other two first rounders in Austin Jackson and or, sorry Austin Jackson and yep. Noah Noah the hard surname yeah Noah <laughs> I like both them players but they took them at 18 and 30 and both of them were a little bit of a reach for me but yes they also feel the need, and there was there was a lot to like about this. I think again, I think they reached for some players, but I think they did really well to fill in the gaps on their rosters. And I mean, they have a lot of upside. Curtis Weaver was the one that stood out for me a bit later on. I think he was projected to go quite a bit higher than this. Yeah, and I didn't really like him there. But when he started sliding and sorry, started sliding and getting him in the fifth is uh, a really nice pick up there. And I think. He's somebody with some a really nice value pick there. Yeah, they moved up but, to get him, didn't they? They gave up a couple of later, later picks. Yeah, and I, I think that was yeah. I, I like that move, and say I think it's one six four. Yeah, yeah. one six four he was. Um, yeah, I like that pick there. I think yeah, I got worst pick for them was Raquan Davis to give it a D minus at fifty six. <sighs> I think uh, I think that's a bit harsh. Um, again, I just don't think the value was there. I, I don't right. think he's a bad player. I just don't think the value was necessarily there for him yeah but if it's hard to sort of judge them down too much that because if they it was a need for them and if that's who they like then that's who they like but you know i think personally there was other players but i mean when you look at this draft they've taken what about 11 12 players and a lot lot i think a lot of them fill in sort of needs for them where they are i think some of these obviously later picks aren't necessarily going to start straight away or do too much of them ever but i think Robert Hunt was a nice pickup as well. I think he was a good pick. I mean, him and Jackson will start probably from day one, yeah, and really help to her. But I think maybe they could have given him some receiver help, which is obviously hurting them in my in my grade. I think they could have probably picked up a receiver somewhere along the line here, even if it was sort of in that sort of third or sort of fourth round area. I know they didn't have a fourth round pick, but I'm sure they could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so pick up obviously was somewhere in that area, and I'd probably liked it a little bit more, but. Yeah, I do like this draft, and I think that team is a lot better for it. Yes, it would have been hard to be worse. All those picks <laughs> yeah, coming into this true. season, <laughs> uh, number eight for you. Who you got? Uh, I have the Chargers, and okay. right now, okay, I, yeah, I think I feel like I'm a bit higher on this sort of draft class than others are. Yeah, Yahoo giving it a D. Yeah, I I don't mind it, but I also love um, Murray, who they traded up for in the first round, and. I mean, they moved up four, 14 uh, spots and just got up to 71st. I know that 71st has some value, but I mean, I love Murray and I love his fit there. I think on this uh, defence, they've got so much talent sort of in front of him and behind him that he's just going to be free to just roam around and 
He's just yeah. one of these players who's going to rack up tackles. He's just going to be all over the field. He's going to be like every play. He's just going. To, you're going to see him somewhere. He's one of them players who just seems to always be around the ball. And yeah, I love him in this offense. Uh, sorry, on this defense. And yeah, I think he has so much potential. Definitely, sort of a defensive player, a rookie of the year candidate for me. Yeah. Um, uh, sixth pick. I think it's perfectly fine, and yeah. I, mean, I don't really know what else people would have done with that pick. Is the no? Uh, yeah. I'd, once it, with how it's fallen, I think they have to take him there. They're yes. not probably going to be picking that high again for a while. No, because we've gone through this. They're a talented roster that's just got yeah. stronger. Yeah, definitely. Some of the later picks. Well, some of the later picks were really good. So they got Gilwin in round six and Hill in round seven, but I didn't love um, the Kelly pickup. I yeah. think I don't think he's that much better than Jackson. I don't think I don't think he'll be the third. Sorry, I think he will be the uh, third running back on that team. Right. I don't love that pick, but yeah, I think on the whole they did a good job of drafting. I think they got some really nice value late on as well. And yeah. again, eight, they're they're eight, but I just think that's just down to a lot of teams drafting really well rather than the Chargers drafting badly. I'd have given them a nice grade on this one. I, I liked a lot of their picks, and there are a lot of moves that I would have done. Sort of similar things with so yeah on the whole I really like this pick yeah, uh, this draft the teams above them have almost not all of them have knocked it out of the park haven't they so yeah exactly yeah eight isn't really a reflection of how well I think the charge have done to be honest I think they've done if we were drafting this uh, sort of comparing this to like the last 10 years worth of draft classes <laughs> for each team then they'd be pretty high up there you know I just yeah. think on the whole I think teams did pretty well drafting this year uh next up for you um next up is the Kansas City Chiefs Ooh. and Again, I could have had this a little higher, I think. But again, I, I just think they got just really good value. I think people seem to be too happy with a running back of thirty-two. Yeah, and I am very much a don't take a running back in the first round. Yeah. But I mean, if you're going to take one, take one at thirty-two. <laughs> and and as well, I don't like taking them, but they don't have tons of needs. No, and I absolutely love Clyde Edwards-Helaire. He was my number one running back right. in this class. He was my sort of like fantasy guy that I was hoping was going to be a bit of a sleeper somewhere. But yeah. if he was the fourth running back taken, I think you could have got a good value on him. But now, sort of everyone's going to be picking him up, and I think he's good. in rookie draft. Here we go in top three. The just depending on where you take the quarterback. Really the Chiefs are returning twenty of twenty-two starters on offense. Yeah, I think Jesus they're Jesus Christ. Yeah, and that, that's why I don't mind the pick. I don't think personal on strength don't you? yeah i don't think the value is necessarily there for any running back at 32 but i think he is excellent i think he fits really well and it's the same sort of thing with uh gay in the second round i don't think he's ne- like with where they took him i don't think he was necessarily the greatest value but he fits so well with the team and what they need yeah so i don't mind them taking him there and i, I don't think they've got tons of needs and they've got lucas nyang at um 96 i think he's that's amazing value for him uh a, yeah, the really that he could have been a first round prospect if he was healthy yeah definitely the, me- the medical issues are why he's dropped it's not because of talent and I mean that's yeah 96 is I feel Chief like that's an absolute already steal. good yeah and that's just <laughs> another player that can replace these players and it gives you flexibility moving forward if you've got players like him coming up behind you when you don't necessarily want to pay a player yeah. you can just sort of slot him in yeah there was the other picks there's none that sort of stand out as great but I really like their picks and sort of their fits within the team. That's sort of more why I like them rather than necessarily the picks on their own. If another team had picked uh, Edward Tolera at 32, I probably wouldn't have liked it so much. <laughs> no. Uh, number six, then, who have you got there? 
Um, so this is one that I've seen like really high in these rankings, and it is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And right. six is fine, and I think they got a really nice group of players. Yeah. Um, Henderson and Chase on are lovely picks in the first round, and um, Chanel is one of my favourite receivers in this group. He's just a, a sort of one of them receivers who can do a bit of everything. He's yeah. in the right offence, he could be an absolute star. A bit Percy Harvin in that sort of way where you can just line him up wherever you want and do something with him and I think yeah. he could be an absolute star but what the reason they're not a little bit higher for me is you have to sort of take into account what they've given up to get these picks and mm-hmm. acquire all those first round picks that they yeah. used or set first and second round picks they've given up Ramsey Campbell and Bouye all in the last year <sighs> which really sort of hurts this grade for me and essentially in Look, Gokwe as well he's yeah. not going to be there is he no no he's definitely not so that's sort of why, like, if, if I was just grading the players, I think they've got really good value from a lot of picks, a lot of players, sorry. But when you take that into account, they have to be dropped out a little bit for me. Yeah. That's right. And it's a lot of players as well. Yeah. And I do think they have done a good job of sort of, um, sort of revitalizing the, offer, uh, the roster a little bit, really. Um, yeah. Because I think they've got a lot of players that they can mm. sort of build around and move forward with. But yeah, I just think when you take into account, the, the, what the players have gone out in trades and sort of to pick up some of these picks. Yeah. It's hard not to sort of knock them down a bit. But if I was just grading the players and not taking that into account, then I think they've smashed it, really. I think they've got really good value. Nice. Uh, number five for you. Uh, that is the New York Jets. Wow. Yeah. I, I like this uh, draft on the whole. Again, there was one odd pick for me, and that was James Morgan, who is a quarterback I really did like as a late-round pick who could sort of develop into something. But at yeah. 125, it just felt a little odd. But um, other than that, I think Beckton at 11 is a really nice pick. Again, they could have gone receiver, but I don't mind them just getting... I really want them to go receiver to give Donald yeah. but I'd rather Donald's ability to stay up. And just yeah. Make is probably more uh, better for him. And I, I think that... Pick at 11 looks even better when they get Denzel Mims at 59. Yeah. I think that really sort of helps that first pick. Um, if at this stage, if some of these other receivers had gone a bit earlier, and then you might sort of think, oh, well, they could have taken um, receiver them. But I think in a deep group, I mentioned it before the draft, I think in a deep wide receiver group, teams are always going to sort of choose the other player. And Beckton is, I feel like he's such an, I don't know, an easy pick up there. I think he's so good. Yeah, and obviously he's a massive man. He is a huge, huge he's bloke. He's just a freak, isn't he? Yeah, and I think he's going to help them so much. And obviously, you got Lavian Bell. You're paying a lot of money to. You got to sort of help him as well. And when yes. you factor that in as well, that really helps. I think um, Jabari. I can't remember how you say his name. I think it's Jabari Zaniga or Zaniga. Yeah, uh, it, he is um, a, a really nice player. And at 79, I think that's really good value there. Nice. He had seven sacks last year. Not bad. Uh, who have you got breaking your top five? Then? Who's it for? Yeah, that is the Cleveland Browns. I think they did. <laughs> yeah, I think they did uh, some nice work here. They, yeah, I think getting wheels at ten really nice again. That's that final piece of offense really. Yeah. Um, there's not not much else they need there. Um, I say the, I did add to the offense in Harrison Bryan who. It's a bit of a luxury pick. They don't really need wide receiver, but around four, I think he was really nice value. And as that sort of second or third tight end, maybe they trade um, Njoku. Njoku. Yeah. But 
I think he's a really nice pickup, and as that sort of second or third tight end is really nice. Yeah. And Delpit at 44 is a really nice pick. I think people have sort of called a little on him during this process because I don't think he's the greatest tackler, right. but he's really good at everything else. And <laughs> at 44, he's a really nice addition to that defense. And yeah, I I, I like this draft a lot from them. Yeah. So Wills Wills in particular is a really nice pick at 10. He was he was the sort of wider because it'd be the one that the Giants would have gone for at number four. <laughs> we'll get to them in our next episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they yeah they they've sorted out their line. They've we've said it before. They have really no excuses now. If yeah. Something has to happen for the Browns this year. Yeah, um, definitely. Who's at three? So, well, at number three, and yeah, another team that in the past I probably haven't been that generous on and that <laughs> kind to, but it is the Tennessee Titans. Wow. Uh, like, I just think they've got some yeah some really really nice picks. They've got the replacement so, in the first round for. Jack Conklin. Yeah, and again, Wilson, a bit like I said with uh, the Chiefs, Wilson probably went a little higher than where I had him ranked, but yeah. when you factor in what the Titans need from a tackle, he is everything yes. they could want. He's so good in the run game, and that's still going to be what their team is based around, despite paying um, Tannehill. It's still going to be all about the run game there. Six foot and six, he's 350 pounds. Yeah. He's just so, yeah. He, he's going to be Derek Henry's like best friend. I think he's yeah. going to be so good for him. Um, Fulton in the second was a steal. Yeah, Another one of these so low. I don't really know. So I, many drafts I, had him go into like the Jags at twelve or thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked him, and at sixty-one, I think it was they got amazing value there. He has had two um, season-ending surgeries so far in his career. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why he drops <laughs> like medical yeah. concerns, isn't it? but. Yeah, I, I, I still would have taken him a lot higher. Yeah, um, yeah, Evans, the running back, was a bit of a weird pick, but they need someone behind Henry. And I think Cole McDonald in round seven was a really nice spot to pick up another quarterback. Because, again, I think he was a lot of people's sort of best of the rest yeah. of those quarterbacks. And definitely someone who can sit there and, if he develops, then great. If he doesn't, then you're going up around a seventh-round pick. So, yeah, I really like this draft. And, yeah, free. I think, uh, I think they've done a really good job. And... The free agent moves I didn't love, but uh, yeah, I think combined with these, I think they've done a good job this offseason on the whole. Yeah. Uh, number two. It is the Baltimore Ravens. And I should sort of factor it, I should say, sorry, that I've definitely factored in the fact they've got Calais Campbell and Marcus Peters for yeah. not a lot in this. Uh, <laughs> in this, So, I mean, I love Patrick Queen as a pick in the first round. Yeah. That he was, is. He was my favourite linebacker. I know the other two are better players, but I don't know, I preferred the way he played to the other two. Yeah, like I preferred Murray as a player, but mm. so many people had uh, Queen as their number one running back. Uh, sorry, as their number one linebacker. Yeah. Um, then you had J.K. Dobbins in the second round again. They're sort of replacing Ingram before they really need to. Yeah, Ingram's still going to have a couple of years, isn't he? Probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Dobbins is oh, is such a good talent, and I think in this offense he could he could be a star. Yeah, they just got a lot of good picks. Malik Harrison in the sort of third round is nice. But yeah, when you include Calais Campbell and Peters, I think they gave up like definitely over 150. I can't remember what they would have been now. There's definitely sort of fourth or fifth round picks for them, weren't they? Yeah. But um, yeah, they they've done they've done so well with this draft, and I think I, I had them as the best team before this draft, and I think they've only come out a bit better. Patrick Queen's 19 years old. Yeah, it is mad. <laughs> what? It's mad how young he is, but. Yeah, I think he. I think he could be a star from really early. A bit like I said with Murray earlier. The other sort of linebacker I like more than him, but yeah, 
both of them have gone into such good spots. They've landed in defences that have got really good lines, really good mm. secondaries that will just allow them to basically be free. They're, they're, they don't need, neither of them need to be the stars in them defences. And yeah. I think that could sort of free them up to sort of really become stars. Yeah. And then who, number one, if you haven't worked out already, is the... It is the Denver Broncos. Nice. Why are they, why are they the best drafted well, team? Well, again, like with the Ravens, they added uh, Jarrell Casey with a seventh and Boyer yeah. with fourth, I believe it was, fourth yeah. or fifth. Not bad. I mean, for a start, that's incredible. Yeah. Then they've gone Judy at 15. Again, my number one receiver. Yeah. Such a good player. Such a good compliment to uh, Courtney Sutton. Yeah. They've got Hamler in the second, another one who's just, I think he fits in well with those two receivers. I think he's such a nice player to slot in as that third wide receiver next to those two. Yeah. They've got Cushenbury in the back end of the third or mid third round, who, another one who easily could have been a first rounder, I think, back wow. end of the first, sort of top of the second was where I'd have had him. I just think, yeah, when you factor in those trade uh, traded picks they've got as well, mm. I mean, this team is. I'm not saying they're going to be better than the Chiefs, but I mean they're they're a surefire wildcard team for me. I think you can get better than even money right now. That they're a playoff team, wow. and I I love it. I think that's one of the best bets you can make all season. I just think this team is so good, and obviously it all comes down to Drew Locke and whether he can step up. But yeah. they've given him every chance to. They they um, brought in his tight end from college as well, mm-hmm. which is obviously nice. Yeah, and. And the fact they've already got Noah Fant as well, plus Melvin Ingram and <laughs> Philip Lindsay. Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much about this that I like. They've, I think they've absolutely smashed this draft out of the park. And even without those sort of two trader picks for Casey and uh, Boye, yeah. I think they'd, they'd, they'd have had a, a pretty good draft anyway without those. And they just take it over the top to absolute slam dunk of a... A draft for I me. Can't go. How how can you cover all these options on offense? If Drew Locke can be as good as uh, the thing he thinks he's going to be, how he thinks he's going to be, then they're going to be the high scoring team, and they challenge the Chiefs. You'd think so, and I mean, obviously, I've got one of the best defensive minds at head coach as well. Yeah. So, uh, there, yeah, there is so much to like about this team right now. I think, and Von Miller said before the draft and before he can contracted the coronavirus that he wants to win the defensive player of the year this year and also he's obviously uh, he's pumped yeah for the uh, season coming yeah I, I think they're a proper dark horse team and maybe they'll be I, I can say it like the 49ers were sort of a year ago everyone was oh well two years ago now sorry everyone was sort of calling them as a dark horse yeah. and they sort of disappointed a little and maybe the Broncos do that but in a year's years. time yeah in a year's time they're gonna be oh, they're so that now they sort of worry me as a so as a real dark horse, and yeah, I really like them as a team. That I think I think they've emerged as probably the second best team in that comp- in that division. And wow. I mean, I think the Chargers have done really well as well. But <laughs> the Broncos are yeah, the Broncos are really going to be my dark horse going into next season because I think they've got good coaching. I think they've got good talent throughout, and I think they've only got better in this draft. Sucks to be a Raiders fan. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and the weird thing is, I think the Raiders are going in the right direction. I just think they're going in the right direction a lot slower than the other teams they are. Yeah, the other teams have more pieces in place, I think, than they to begin with. Yeah, definitely. There we go, then. That is our AFC grades uh, for this draft. We'll be back probably tomorrow with our NFC grades. Interesting to see where Dave's put the Seahawks and their, just their, their, mock, their draft board is completely different to everyone else's. So yeah. Interesting to see what you think of those I, picks. I mean, I'd say it makes it harder. <laughs> the <laughs> fact that uh, 
they are like that. But yeah, I do. Uh, I don't mind the Seahawks draft. That helps. Good, good, good. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back with that. We, uh, if you want to listen to any other team podcasts, I'm sure the guys will be back soon. There's a new, a brand new UK Seahawks podcast out, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, yeah, we've got two new people come on board. Yeah, um, yeah that today, so you can find that over at uh, Channel 12. Yep, go and listen to that. It took over for me and Rob because we've got kids and jobs yeah. and stuff. It's very hard to do more than podcasts already do. So, yeah, they've taken over and good luck to them. I'll be listening. And if they ever want a guest, just give me a shout. Yeah. You do do about 300 podcasts, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I've got another one tonight, actually. Um, but yeah, apart from. <laughs> Uh, yes, we should be back tomorrow with the NFC uh, draft grades. See who Dave's got as number one at number sixteen. Um, anything else to plug, Dave? Um, not right now. I mean, we might have stuff by the end of the week. We might come up with something. Don't know. But uh, yeah, a piece haven't you on the website? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I did that. That was a bet fair. That one. It's okay. a draft. Yeah, uh, yeah, a draft review. You can go and look at that though. It was uh, yeah, so nice to have something to write again. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was just a draft view, which pr- I'm not. I mean, I could. I, I'm, I probably shouldn't say this, but it's pretty similar to what I've said now, really, a lot of it. So, you know, Go a lot of what I, Dave's written after you've listened to what he said. Yeah, a, a lot of what I've, uh, a lot of the prep I did for that is the same prep I did for this, basically. So, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, probably similar stuff, but you know, it might be some sort of gem you find in there. And there's a couple of paying you. We're not paying you nothing for this. Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow then with another podcast uh, you can find us on Twitter at first and ten underscore you can find us on Facebook I think it's first and ten NFL uh, something like that first and ten first and ten NFL yeah and if you're at it'll, loose it'll end, come up yeah just search first and ten if you're at loose end just go and w- go back and watch our live stream of the first round of the draft um, yeah just ignore our like gormless faces when the video starts we weren't really sure what was going on yeah the start was a bit <laughs> I had issues with my headphones and yeah, we just uh, yeah, weren't quite sure what was happening at that stage, but yeah, it, it quickly got into the groove, didn't it? And, yeah, yeah we had lots of people watch along with us and sort of joining in in the comments and stuff. So yeah, it was really good. They've put a lot of work into that, and yeah, the graphics look great. And there was a lot of people watching along, and loads of people commenting live and stuff. So that was really good. Uh, so yeah, you can find me on Twitter at rossbarron 84 You can find Dave at DJG23. And until tomorrow, it's goodbye from me. And bye from me. And we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>